0: It's time for Valentine's Sports here on KLMJ Radio on the Go. I'm Dwayne Karsten's reporting. And we'll start with high school basketball. Boys playoffs beginning for a number of teams. Jacob Zimmerman was out and about. All right, i do this like one minute thing. Three.
1: Jacob Zimmerman here reporting for Radio on the Go Sports. We're on Monday night. The West Fork Warhawks open up their... Playoff run with a victory in Sheffield against the Sateman Gales. West Fork came into this matchup 16-4 overall. St. Edmund a heavy underdog at 5-17. Your final score, 58 to 45 West Fork had a hot start there in their first quarter of 23-6. They kind of had some slow starts in their second and third quarter. At the end of the day, when all was said and done, it didn't matter if it was St. Edmund kind of chipping back there in the third quarter. Trent Trask's Warhawks hang on. Your leading score for your Warhawks was Trevor Juritz at 16 points, Sunken had 8, Chibombo had 9, Kronk had 8 as well for the Warhawks. It was Jackson Palmer with 9, Sam Miracle with 9, McElroy with 9, and Loffisweiler your lead for the St. Gales in the losing effort with 12. West Fork will move on to face the winner of North Union in Northwood-Kensett. We will have a call once again on 104.9 on Thursday as the Warhawks await the winner of that match up. Here are our head coach Trent Trask's thoughts on the victory. So West Fork gets it done. Once again, your final score, 58-45. I'm Jacob Zimmerman, signing off from Sheffield, where West Fork moves on to the second round in the Class 1A Region 2 bracket.
2: I'm John Mowincol reporting from the Dyke New Hartford High School Gymnasium, where on Monday night, the Dyke New Hartford boys basketball team picked up a 68-42 victory over Belmont-Clumby in the first round of the Class 2A District 6 postseason. The Wolverines are moving on to the next round to face Hudson on Thursday night. The Wolverines and Broncos kind of got off to a clunky start, but Dyke New Hartford was able to take a 19-11 lead after the first quarter, but the tides really turned in the second quarter. A 16-0 run helped the Wolverines stretch the lead. They ended up outscoring... Belmont, Columbia, 24-10 in the second period, 43-21 at the half, and the Wolverines were able to cruise to the victory the rest of the way. But Colin Meester had a career high of 30 points, surpassing his previous high, which was 20, and he got it done in the third quarter, creating a new career high. Down to the left side of the lane, wild shot, gets the lucky bounce off the rim. And a new career high for Colin Meester. He's now got 21 points, surpassing the previous high of 20. Meester, the star of the show, he says that it was great to get that team victory, a postseason victory, but everything was going right for him and his teammates in order to get that uh, career high scoring. It's always good to get a postseason W, especially at home, make the fans happy around here, and uh, the execution was pretty good. done down in the second half. Just from the beginning, I got them free throws right away, and I knew I was kind of on from the beginning, and then the teammates just spread to the floor for me so I can get to the bucket, and then little dishes in and out, and I was able to knock some shots, and kudos to all my teammates and coaches for getting me in that spot. It also ties the team individual high that Benton Bixby, he had 30 points against East Marshall back in December as well. But Colin Meester with 30 points to lead at Dyke New Hartford. Braxton Johnson had 15. Benton Bixby had 10. The Wolverines had good ball security, just 11 turnovers unofficially. Belmont-Clumby was led by Tyrion Franklin with 21 points and Brian Duran had 15. Belmont-Clumby moves to 2-20. and 20. Their season is done. Dyke New Hartford is now 10-12. and 12. And they will be at Hudson, a team that beat them twice in the regular season this coming Thursday night. 7 o'clock p.m. is the tip-off inside the Pirates gymnasium as the Wolverines look to win the third battle between the teams this season and move on to the district final from
0: there. and again, John Moenkel reporting on KLMJ from last night's KQCR game. Also in that same district in two A, it was Union defeating East Marshall, 73-72. Other boys two-A tournament game. South Harden moves on. They defeat Colfax Mingo 79 to 45. Claren Goldfield Dallas Cowboys season comes to a close at the hands of the Ogden Bulldogs, 64 to 46. In Class 1A, we will have comments later on from Coach Trent Trask on that St. Edmund victory for the West Fork Warhawks. Also in that same district, North Union. Union wins big over North McKenzie, 83 to 46. Also in Class 1A in another district, 65 to 36. The final Maculita Valley over Clarksville. By 29 points. Turkey Valley edges East Buchanan 48 to 45 in that same district. And North Butler moves on in the tournaments. The Bearcats with a 49 to 35 win over the St. Ann'sburg Saints. Also in the same district, it is Dunkerton with a win 95 to 42 over the Riceville Wildcats last night. Also, college basketball saw 22nd rated Iowa State getting a little revenge on number 17 Texas winning at Hilton Coliseum in women's basketball 66 to 61. Ashley Jones putting in 24 points as the Twister Sisters. Improved to 16 and 7. The Iowa High School Athletic Association has released postseason brackets for class 3A and 4A. Locally, Hampton Dumont Cal, the number eight seed in sub state number three, and they have the first round contest with North Central Conference foe Clear Lake. They are rated number two on the uh, boys' rankings. They're the number one seed in the sub state. And the Bulldogs game against the Lions tips off at 7 p.m. on Monday, February 20th. So that's this coming Monday night. We'll have coverage on 104.9 KLMJ. The winner will face either Nevada or Ballard in the sub-state semifinal. Full brackets statewide available at RadioOnTheGo.com. The fifth-rated West Fork girls basketball team takes on Dunkerton tonight in their first playoff game of the season. The Warhawks are a perfect 21-0. They earned a first-round bye to set up the matchup with the Dunkerton Raiders tonight. The women of West Fork have high expectations for a deep run in the regionals and perhaps a birth to state. The Warhawks have intimidated teams all season by winning by an average of 33 points per game. West Fork will once again look to unleash their killer full-court press that aids 22 steals per game. Head coach Rodney Huber says he's gotten to expect uh, he's gotten to uh, watch Dunkerton quite a bit this season.
2: We were able to go and watch them play the last regular season game against Newman, uh, which was very beneficial to see them against. Uh, Common opponent. I also had some of them against Nashville Plainfield in their first-round district game, so that was nice to see a common opponent against them as well.
0: Dunkerton is 10-12 and 12 after knocking off Nashville Plainfield by six points in the first round. The Raiders are led by junior Peyton Smith, who scores just over 11 per game. Dunkerton represents the Iowa Star North Conference, where they went 8-4 and four and placed third.
2: I do think that we have superior depth, like we do against most teams, and that will probably be a big factor in the game. They have one solid point guard that really handles the ball a lot. They're a big team. They're, they got some good height, so that can give us some issues. So, um, obviously, you have to be prepared for that.
0: The Warhawks head into the playoffs with numerous girls having terrific individual seasons. Junior Leah Weaver is third in assists per game in the entire top of Iowa Conference with four and a half. And second in steals per game at 4.7 per game. Senior Emma Martinez is fourth in scoring at nearly 16 per game. And junior Recklin Dickman shoots a conference best 42% on three-pointers. Warhawks against the Dunkerton Raiders tonight from Sheffield. 104.9 FM will have the coverage and the warm-up show starts at 6.40 p.m. And Belmont Clement getting ready to go. They play a 14th rated Sioux Center tonight and also another girls regional uh, second round match of the Broncos coming off a thrilling victory over Lake Mills 51 to 50 on Saturday night. And a great offensive output from three sophomores. Shaley Aguilera led the team with 17 points. Addie Lamb, 14 points and 11 rebounds. And Quinn Gabrielson registering 12 points. The win sets up the Broncos well to face a 15-6 and six Sioux Center team that scores 58 points per night. Belmont-Clemme head coach Derek Warner says the Bronco girls continue to grow as the season progresses. You know, I
2: thought we could have maybe won a couple more uh, non-conference games this year than what we did. But uh, all in all, it's been a good season. The girls are learning, and I think we've gotten better, and I think there's going to be some good things to come here.
0: And the Broncos uh, against Sioux Center tonight at 7 p.m. That is at Sioux Center, so a very long trip for the BK girls tonight. Other girls regional action tonight. AGWSR, number 12 Cougars, only one loss on the season. They host HLV tonight in Ackley at 7 o'clock. Also, Clarksville is entertaining the Don Bosco Dons. Dighton-Hartford at home, defending state champions, hosting Waterloo-Columbus this evening. And also South Harden goes to Hudson this evening. And our featured game over on KQCR is Applington-Parkersburg hosting South Winneshiek, And tonight, regular season finale for Hampton-Dumont-Cal. It's in Hampton, JV Varsity games and it's clear lake in town and of course that's going to be the first round matchup again uh, just next monday so they're going to be playing basically back to back against the lions that's going to do it for radio on the go sports for this valentine's day you have a great one i'm dwayne garston's reporting.